Welcome to episode 129 of Schnozcast for Saturday, June 19, 2021. Thanks for joining us. This is Bob, joined by Nick Bader, Corey Lesky, Todd Dillon, and Ms. Danielle Finn. We're going to jump into Gentleman's Agreement tonight. A little pick of the week, if we can manage it. Uh, Funko this, 90-second sports, and maybe a little 100 questions to close it off. But, ladies and gentlemen... We're going to start with a shot. <laughs> I thought you guys did yours already. No, no, we were waiting. We were waiting. Throwing them to the head. Yeah, we're going to start with a shot because I think we need it. Uh, we had what what some might consider to be a substandard episode last week, given the problems that we had with uh, the audio on the video live stream feed for Facebook. So uh, we seem to have worked it all out, thanks to the tireless efforts of one Corey Michael Slesky. Uh, and his bottomless wallet for buying new, new accessories for the podcast. So we're gonna we're gonna start off as we really should have done last week with a shot. He spares no expense when it comes to the podcast. I'll tell you that. Salute, Salute. Salute Todd. Salute. All right. Oh boy. All right. So housekeeping uh, out of the way. If you are new to the podcast, uh, welcome. Uh, please join us here every weekend. If you're returning, uh, th- thanks for your patronage. We'll, we'll take it uh, wherever we can get it. Uh, you can also listen to pristine, uh, what I'm assuming now is high-resolution lossless audio on Apple Music, uh, or what some might still call iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Pandora, or anywhere else where you can get a podcast. You can also follow us on social media at Instagram at Schnozcast, Facebook at Schnozcast, and YouTube at Schnozcast. If you're uh, if you're a budding author and uh, you don't do the whole listening thing, you like to write letters to dear dear editor to whom it may concern. You can write us at schnozcast at gmail.com. We call those dear Bob letters. <laughs> <laughs> if we if we didn't, we should, and we dear we'll start right Bob. now. Or you can reach out to us on our uh, on our hotline at six one eight shocker. At six one eight shocker, baby. <laughs> Always the nod of approval from Danielle. Yep. <laughs> Shock the podcast with your questions and queries. Queries, if you will. Yeah. So, so uh, for everybody out there in, uh, in the audience, happy Juneteenth. I've officially asked uh, all of our podcast hosts if that's an appropriate, <laughs> an appropriate wish for people on June 19th. Uh, it was just made an official... Federal national holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was talking to Todd uh, offline and trying to educate myself in five minutes from Wikipedia on the vast history of Juneteenth. And Todd, you were you were waxing rhapsodic about the origins of the holiday. <laughs> and I asked you to stop because, as we always do, like as soon as we get in the basement and we're all getting ready to go, everybody starts coming up with all kinds of cool shit to say. Brilliant stuff. <laughs> Brilliant stuff, well, yeah. Well. And, and we're recording, but but we're not broadcasting or anything. And so the common refrain is, shut shut the fuck up and, and let's do it on the podcast. Speaking of which, I really hate to interrupt, but yeah. we are recording, recording, correct? 
So new new policy mm-hmm. <laughs> from now on. As soon as I put the SD card in the mixer, I hit record. So it's been recording now for the last forty seven minutes. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> at least we got it this nice. time. Our episode nice. was fraught with problems last week. Yeah, yeah, we we had uh, the the two keys that are sim- simultaneously supposed to be turned in order to uh, get the nuclear codes uh, to launch the. We're not turned. No one was even sitting by them. No, yeah, those keys were. Uh, somebody swallowed the keys, shit them out, and then flushed them out to sea. But um, so, so that's just going to be another editing nightmare for Corey and I to go through. But thankfully, we are now past that. So, Todd, I was trying to tee you up to uh, to to go on at length about Juneteenth if you if you if you want, or you could just tell me just keep on moving. Well, we didn't want to go go on ad nauseum, but uh, no, I think it's it, it is a happy it, it is a celebratory holiday. This isn't one where uh, to be somber. I mean, ultimately. Uh, this is a the, it's truly the end of slavery, right? I mean, ultimately, uh, Juneteenth is all about the two and a half years after the Emancipation Proclamation, which is it's odd that there's not that that's not a holiday. The original uh, freeing of the slaves isn't a holiday, uh, and really, that proclamation didn't lead to the end of slavery in this country. Uh, it happened two and a half years later. Uh, and that is why Juneteenth, uh, uh, especially, I think, more so, people in Texas are really aware of this. This, this isn't this is a holiday. This is a, a thing that was celebrated. And if you knew or have family in Texas, it was probably pretty familiar to you. But if you don't have family, there's a lot of people uh, of, of of all uh, races who didn't know about Juneteenth, and there's no shame in that. I think ultimately, uh, there's a lot of our history in this country that we haven't been taught. Uh, and so I think it's pretty cool that uh, that is truly the end of slavery in this country uh, when it's June 19th is when we were celebrating it. So I was actually talking to all my exes who live in Texas, and they, some of them were not aware. <laughs> They're from yeah, there. Like I said, yeah. it's, there's, yeah, well, again, we've, we've found a, a lot. There's a lot of things that people don't know about uh, in our history. I ultimately, I think uh, it's key to teach uh, all of history, right? It's 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 all been kind of filtered down and, and we don't know, uh, as as Americans, we really don't know all of our history. And some of it is, some of it is very, very cool, and we know a little bit about that. But some of it's uh, very ugly. Uh, it's good to get it out there. Uh, there's no harm in actually talking about the things that happened in the past, so that we all understand uh, how uh, it's impacted us today. So I think, I think it's, a, I think it's a great, great thing that uh, that we're celebrating uh, this holiday. Everybody gets another day off. Uh, so. <laughs> It's all good stuff, right? Okay. I don't, yeah, I don't know Do if they? that's that's been was, put were, into action. It's a federal. It's a federal holiday, right? So if again, yeah. so if you're a federal the, employee and the USPS was out today, Todd. Uh, that well, like well, I said, well, because yesterday was yesterday was technically the holiday, and actually, again, I work for a government agency. Well, not a government agency, but a government-like agency. And what they did because it was such short notice is we all got an additional floating holiday. Well, that's cool. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. that's sweet because I, I remember uh, Drew Mike had called. Uh, the Ferndale post office. And the woman was like, um, at this point we're we're going to work, <laughs> She's like, yeah, yeah. But, but I'm not sure yet, but uh, yeah, to, to echo that sentiment, whether it be ugly history or positive history, it's history. And, you know, people that refuse to, uh, or try and ignore our history, whatever it may be, um, are bound to repeat it. So, you know, it's, it's good to bring it to the surface and recognize whatever happened and the reasons it happened and just to move forward in a positive way, you know? Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. And while we're on the topic of uh, federal holidays fraught with political overtones and secret origins, happy Father's Day tomorrow to all the dads out there. Yes, happy Father's Day, fathers. Corey? Um, not that I'm aware of yet. Corey, let's face it. You've been a dad your whole life. 
You've been a, you've been a grandfather, <laughs> so you had to have been a dad. I skipped that somehow. Yeah, you were born a little grandfather. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> little grandfather. Eggs and chickens. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so if you're keeping hope at score, that is now the front runner for the title of the episode is Little Grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Grandfather. But I have a story for later uh, that may, may rival that. We'll, so we'll see what happens. Uh, so, Corey, wanted to, let's, let's go back to our new roots of starting off with Gentleman's Agreement. Um, I know that uh, Todd Dillon is, is super, super excited that Daniel Finnis joined us for this week's episode. Uh, he's been asking about your return for a couple of weeks oh, now. Oh, yeah, he wasn't here when I was here the last time. Yes. Yeah, he's Correct like, when, when is Danielle going to be here? I'm here. Now, and now she is. Mm-hmm. So what better what better way than to just launch into gentleman's agreement? So, um, Danielle, you... Uh, so, sorry, Todd, Dylan, uh, you had uh, a pickback from June 5th called Who Killed Sarah? Was that from I you, did. Mm-hmm. Danielle? Okay. Todd, uh, why don't you help kick us off? Did you watch the movie? I did, and it's a series. Okay. Where can it be found? Uh, it was on Netflix, I believe. Yes. Okay. 30-second uh, synopsis. Go. Horrible. <laughs> I, I, thought I, got, I thought I got punked. Uh, I, Danielle, I, I, I think this is a revenge assignment. No. Based on you not liking Now readers. you know why he was asking where she right? where has she oh, been? Oh my god. It, it's the worst show ever. Uh the acting horrible. Wait, wait, hold on, it's hold like on, a hold mix between just a th- quick 30 seconds or less of just a high, okay. very high level no sp- spoiler it's, free. No spo- what well, is it about? Again, this it's, and even in, in the fr- it's so again, uh gangster-ish casino owner uh patriarch of a family with two sons. Uh, and they have a poor friend and one of the sons is dating a girl who's the sister of the poor friend. Uh, and anyway, what, the girl gets, who, Sarah gets killed, uh, by, by one of the rich sons. So it's who, who killed her. Uh, but they frame, they basically frame up the poor, the poor friend. Uh, and he, ta- and they promise him, Hey, if you take the fall, so my kids don't, I'm going to, I'm going to pay for your mom's medical bills and do all this stuff. Uh, to take care of you, and when you're done, and, and we're going to get you the best lawyers. You're only going to get a couple months in jail, and uh, when you get out, you're, you're, the world's your oyster. We're going to pay you for forever. So just just do this, just do us a solid. And so he gets they they go to court, they go to trial. Of course, they have a crap lawyer, and he gets like 28 years in jail, and then they don't pay one dime towards dude's mo- mother's medical bills, <laughs> and then they and so then they're like he gets out of jail after 18 years, and then they proceed to try and shut him up so he doesn't bitch about the fact that they screwed him and they framed him. And so they send by a crew to, to send him a message, a message, by the way, not to kill him. They want to send him a message. So they machine gun his house, then oh roll in and hit him in the head. And I'm like, it's poorly written. It's, and, it's, and like I said, it's a cross between a movie and a soap opera because the, there's a bunch of fight scenes. So the fighting looked fake. And then the thing that actually put me off by meal, Danielle, that's why I'm so angry. There's a lot of gratuitous nudity, and I saw a man's wide open ass on a television show. Oh, and I'm like, that cannot be stood. Again, I'm all about the, again, it, horrible, horrible. Sorry. Ooh. Wow. You had me a wide open ass. And see, it's funny because I recommended it to a girl I work with, and she really liked it. So maybe it's just oh a chick God. thing. Well, there's, there's a ton of dude ass in it, and there's a lot of crack, and 
And again, and again, they gotta go over the top. Like there's it's it's clear that one of the kids is 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 homosexual. Nope, no problem with that. But they have to freaking show that he's like spanking it to a dude in the shower. They like gotta drill in, show his shorts come down, show his ass crack, show him inching his hand down his pants. It's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Perhaps he was celebrating. I Pride want my month. money back. <clears throat> Good thing I didn't have to pay for it. <laughs> wow. Sorry, you know, I had, I'm like it felt like it felt like a revenge assignment. It wasn't. <laughs> I really liked it. Corey and Danielle watched it together. Corey's never seen it. He won't watch it. It's dubbed. Oh. <laughs> now it would be a revenge assignment, Todd, if you assign it to Corey this week. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> If you like, if you like to see a lot of man crack, and especially why there's a scene literally where the camera shows hole. Mm. Todd, if you know anything about me, <laughs> you know that I love me some man ass, especially hole. Oh, I, I I like to peek right into it. Exactly. Who doesn't like man ass? But come on, you don't need to see the the inner bits. You don't need to see how the sausage gets made. Todd, I want to see out his mouth. <laughs> oh. Has anybody signed a uh, human centipede yet on this podcast? Corey, if you blow on it, it flutters. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Little wisps in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Jimmy Pappas is saying he's not prepared for uh, doing video, but can we just bring audio yes, in? Yeah, when I, I told him, call, come into the room. I can, we can have him on audio. I, okay. just won't, I just won't bring his video up. Okay. So I'll just tell him you'll be audio only. Yeah, he, he will not be at Krabby. I can promise you, you will not be on video. He's like, uh, man, all this finger wagging about man ass. I guess I should have prepared <laughs> myself a little better to come on video. <laughs> Let me just do audio. All right, all right. Uh, you want to do that now or you want me to do quickly uh, squeeze Danielle in here? No, no, go ahead because he, he's not in yet. So, All right, Danielle. <clears throat> yes. Moving over to you. You had. Um, hey, big boy. <laughs> no, Kreischer's. No, what would you have? Special. <laughs> <laughs> Were you addressing me directly? No, that's okay. what it's called. Hey, it's called Hey, Big Boy. I was confused. Okay, so this is a stand-up special for yes. Kreischer. Yep. Okay. It was hilarious. I shouldn't have watched it where I was watching it because I was laughing hysterically, but... Were you in church? No. Where were you watching? <laughs> yeah, I was at church. <laughs> I was at BioLife donating plasma. Well, that's where that kind of thing happens, plasma donation. Well, I know, Rollick but... comedy. I didn't want... I. Probably could have laughed out loud a lot, and I was trying to keep it together because I didn't want people staring at me for laughing. So was <laughs> so. it was it legitimately like actually funny, or was oh, it yeah. the loss of oxygen and blood to no, your no, brain? No, no, no. It was legitimately <laughs> okay. funny. I th- I like Burt Kreischer anyways, so. Okay. No, it was very, very, very funny. You guys watch a lot of TV, but I'm always astounded where <laughs> every, every you. time you have to watch something for an agreement, you're always either in the car uh, yeah, we don't plasma. watch it. We don't watch it together typically. Right, but you watch a ton of TV in the house, but it seems like never your agreement. You're always watching that somewhere else that's not your living room in the comfort of your own home. Mm, he usually does. No, but it's you, usually when spe- I'm a- you specifically. Oh yeah. Why? Why? They have a lot of sex in the home, mm-hmm. so when they <laughs> when they leave and they can't have sex because it's not socially acceptable in the car. They have to, like, oh, I guess we better catch up on things we need to get done. Well, like, my thing, I usually watch it, I try to watch it, like, the day of or the day before we come, just because I don't want to forget. Oh, you've had, so, in the past, you've watched it early and then forgotten what the hell you watched? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I, I watched it this that. morning. <laughs> Todd has done that, too. Yeah, that is true. Well, 
and especially because I haven't been here in like a couple of weeks, I don't want to watch it once I get it assigned because I don't know if I'll be here the following week, depending on what time you guys do it and what day and all of that. So that's a good point. Okay. Yeah. Well played. But I highly recommend it. <laughs> all right. Yeah, someone does have a tendency to wait till the very last minute to be like, "Whoa, I'm I, I, five minutes before we're gonna go for the podcast." Let me start watching it now. But wait, in, wait. in her defense, no, I, I, like I never thought about it that way where she's like, from week to week, she's not really sure she's going to make it. So right. I would be the same way. If I watched it and then like two or three weeks passed, I would have to watch it again. Right. Because I don't want to give a review. I'm like, yeah, it was good. And I'd be looked down to the story. Let, let, let me yes. just make this clear. <laughs> yes. Corey is stating that he's upset about someone procrastinating. Right. Is that what I'm hearing? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hearing. Those were words that came from his mouth. Pot, kettle. You know. yep. Dogs okay. and cats living together. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hate when someone's late. All right. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Mr. Nick Bader. Sir. You had the scent of a woman. Hoo-ah! <laughs> for, for those who haven't seen it yet, that is a catchphrase? Yeah, I guess if you want catch, to call it that. Catch grunt. It's a, it's a noise. It's a noise he makes. Um... 30-second synopsis. Uh, I would like to say, so who gave me that? You did? Or Todd? Uh, or Krabby? Uh, it was, it was, I think it was me. It I wasn't it was Krabby? Me. No, because I'm looking at what everybody got assigned, and that's the only one that could have come from me. Okay. Well, yeah, because Krabby gave Corey his pick. I know that for sure. Yes. Yeah. I, I do want to say that it was probably one of the most enjoyable movies I've watched in recent history. Score. Absolutely. Score. Fantastic. Kept, nice. kept, kept my interest the whole time. Blown away. I, I'll be honest with you, and, and, and I know there's going to be, you know, hold back the gasps, but <laughs> I, I have, I don't think I've ever seen Al Pacino in anything. <laughs> uh, I'm dead, dead serious. Shocking. Dead serious. I'm Nick. I am oh, blown goodness. away. And, and uh, yeah. first of all, I, the image that I had in my mind of Al Pacino was not this guy. I'm like, God, I thought Al Pacino was in this movie. What, Who's this guy? What was the image? Yeah, I'm curious. What was it, the image? I, Joe, I don't know. It was just totally different. I, I attribute that to, from my little knowledge of him, um, from seeing this movie, that he falls into his character and completely um, just lives in that moment. And I feel like regardless of how he physically looks, it can change almost the way he physically looks just because of his personality changes so much because he's such a good actor that uh, that's probably why the, the, the snippets of things I've seen him in the past, not seeing the actual movie, I didn't really recognize that as him because okay. he was living in that character so much. Um, but I was immediately, his voice uh, you know, grabbed me first. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, he's got like a commanding voice. You yeah. know, it was awesome. And uh, and what was his name? Uh, Rob? No, uh, Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. Did, he played Robin, didn't he, on ba- in Batman or something like that? I'm sure he'd like you to forget that, but Batman. yes. He, yeah, okay. <laughs> I never saw ba- it. Batman and Robin is. is but that's, that's the word association uh, yeah. that I have with Chris O'Donnell. That's the only thing I know. I think he'd prefer the NCIS. Uh, yeah. Was it he, New Orleans? G. Him and LL Cool no, J. No, he's, he's, no, he's LA. LA. He's LA. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I don't know what yeah, he's means. G. Was it him and LL Cool J? Yeah. The, okay. Sounds the, great. And the chick with the two colored eyes. Oh, uh. I can't think of her name. Uh, okay. Oh, that's unfortunate. I was just going to ask you what her name was. Yeah, I'll find what, out in a second. Okay. Whatever, whatever they call that, the, 
to have monochromatic or yes, yeah, okay, um, yeah. So yeah, Chris O'Donnell did a, did a fantastic job. Like I was the acting the two of them had, and a lot of it was was uh, I don't want to say nonverbal, but a lot of it was you had to be a fantastic actor to pull off those two characters because it was um, a lot of just everyday bullshit like trials and tribulations that they had to go through because the guy was blind. So like, hey, yeah. can, I, can I help you? Can I, can, I, can I get you? You know, stupid stuff that you wouldn't think, you know, like, okay, anyone can do that. But they really pulled it off. And it was so believable. Um, uh, it, was, it was touching. It was a touching movie. Um, and I swear to God, if it didn't end the way that it did end, I was going to be so fucking pissed. Yeah. I'm like, if this fucking does not end this way, I'm not going to give spoilers if you haven't seen it. Son of a Woman, sound, it sounds nothing like what the actual movie is. It's a fantastic movie. It sounds like a chick flick, but it's absolutely not. Um, but when it got down to the end and it had not ended the way I had anticipated, I'm like, all right, I, I'm gonna just fucking break my TV, and I'm gonna I'm gonna opt out of gentlemen's agreement from this point forward. If this does not end <laughs> the way I need it to end, for for I need closure on this. You can do that. Yeah. Seriously, I was I was gonna be so fucking pissed, and it did, and it gave me that aha like yes moment, and uh, I was uh, it was the cigarette after sex that I needed. <laughs> you know, that, well well said. That's what I needed, and I was like, okay. So I almost. Gave him the pick that broke gentleman's agreement forever. You almost did. I was like, finally, you know, everything in the world suddenly makes a little more sense. <laughs> so, so, so did you at the? So just I don't think it's a spoiler. Hey, hey Krabby, can you mute? I have Krabby. Krabby is muted. Oh, okay. No, just holler things if you need to. Done. <laughs> hey, I'm just standing. There's a lot of noise coming through. Sorry. There's what noise? A lot. Yep, I can hear you. Okay. Oh, is he in the switcher room or something? Cra- Crabby is, but he's I, I muted his mic, so I don't know what Todd's hearing. Maybe it doesn't mute in the switcher room. It might not. Oh, Maybe he's hearing. Go. Go, okay, Todd. I didn't okay. know if the podcast. Maybe he's yeah, no, no, no we're, we're, we we can't hear him over here. No, you just sound crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, Daniela Rua. Someone answer that phone. I have to look it up. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen the show. Oh, you need to. Okay, all right. Uh, no, I was hey. going to say just Sorry to, about that. Just to close it out, the I don't think it's giving a spoiler necessarily to say like one of the, clo- the 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 gist of what the, the big movie closing was. scene takes place in like an auditorium. The, so the last part of that scene, did you like jump up out of your chair? Oh yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah, I did. That's all. I, that's all I wanted. I think to hear. that's the movie Krabby wanted me to watch, and we couldn't find it anywhere. Yes, that is it. Right. It was on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. For free. I'll have to watch it then. Yeah, you will. You guys might want to update to um like a like a. You know, Diamond Alliance Prime, <laughs> prime member. The Diamond Jubilee. I know you guys are probably on the copper <laughs> status. No, no, and, and not after this week. <laughs> that's for sure. So, speaking of the devil. Yeah, furrowed uh, brow. I'm going to bring Krabby into the room. Yes, sir. Uh, he will be with us on audio. Alrighty. Mr. Krabby, are you there? Mr. Krabby. I was going to give his name, but. What up, though? Yo. There he is. <laughs> Man, what up, though? How you are you? my sir? name? How are you? Jimmy's good. Jimmy, hey, all right, good. Jimmy. Doing great. Uh, this is the this is the summit. I'm doing the, great. The, the meeting that? of two the meeting of two titans that I tried to organize for last weekend, but it didn't quite happen. So, Mr. Todd Dillon, <laughs> Mr. Todd Dillon, Mr. Jimmy Pappas, uh, welcome. What's up? What's up? I gotta tell say something though, Todd. There are tons of writers and producers in Hollywood that are so fucking glad that you're not ahead of a studio anywhere. 
<laughs> I can tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> And if you if you were, I'm pretty sure every year the Oscar would come out of your studio. <laughs> you are Mr. No Nonsense. <laughs> Mr. No Nonsense at all. I can only I was, take I, can only I, take I one, bad. Sorry about that. I can only take a little <laughs> bit of wide open ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Just just in general, there wasn't a whole lot of holding back. It was just awful. Absolutely terrible. I mean, <laughs> by the end of that. Danielle, poor Danielle was completely undressed. <laughs> wow. Todd, I, I, I don't know hey, if you've given this hey. any thought at all, but perhaps you should add movie reviews to your TikTok feed. I should. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. You'd be a hit. <laughs> the solid C- minus that you give a lot of times is probably the best. <laughs> solid C- Solid C minus. That's probably one of my favorite bits. That's a solid C minus. <laughs> All right, Jimmy. Jimmy, you had to watch Fractured. Uh, yeah. Who, who, well, and, who's that from? Well, I got it from Nick. I yeah. got it from Nick. Mm-hmm, and I okay. got to just say, Nick, also, just listening to you over the last year with these movies, it, it almost brings a tear to my eye. It's like watching a baby grow up. <laughs> Finally seeing all, all the. It just. Oh my gosh! I, I've never had a son, but now I know what it's like if I had <laughs> Wow! Develop and mature, and that was just because I bought you pizza thing. last week. That's all the reason you're saying that. Hey, that was and that was damn good pizza. That, <laughs> that, that is spot on. And, that is spot on. Jim, and you Danielle, watch him grow up. And, oh, go ahead. You watch him. Grow, no, watch him grow up in front of us. It is awesome to see him because he hasn't seen so many movies. It is awesome. Nice. That's. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> And he was like the grumpy old man at the beginning of this. He's like, yeah, I don't watch anything. I don't listen to anything. I don't watch sports. And I was like, what the hell do you do? You just shoot your gun? <laughs> Metaphorically, yeah. <laughs> and Danielle, I texted you that that movie was free on Prime. Remember a few weeks back? Uh, probably, I and I just don't remember. <laughs> man. She had to wait till the last Not minute to watch it. I know, but I haven't yeah, watched true. it. No, I know. I know when we were, <laughs> we I know, early, but yeah. I was just saying when we were going to originally do it, we couldn't find it. Yeah, that was like eight months ago. I know. <laughs> no, it was probably a year ago. Yeah, probably. And I, yeah. And I went out of my way to test it to you that it was free. I, I thought we were better than that. I totally missed you last week too. By the way, I missed you too. I missed you on the podcast. I totally did. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't think I've ever seen a verbal shaking the shit out of like I saw today on your pick for Todd. That was on all. That's all right. <laughs> you must not have heard of you, you handled it well. No, I, that's why I like it, Daniel. You handled it well with a smile and a, it's all right. The gangster's like, you know what? You'll get yours later. Don't worry. That's how a gangster truly does it. She, so, she actually, she slid me a note and she goes, Todd doesn't fucking know what he's talking about anyway. So. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to just say, she slipped you a note, he's a dead man. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm sure one day. <laughs> so Fractured. So Fractured. Yeah. So I got it from Nick. Fractured was on Netflix. Um, I'm going to try to be careful here because I don't want any spoiler alerts. So I'll get quick synopsis of the movie is uh, family is coming back from Thanksgiving somewhere in the Midwest uh, on the way to Minneapolis. Looks like they're from my travels, looks like 
one of the Dakotas, maybe North Dakota or South Dakota coming through Eastern part. And it's important. The reason I say that is because one of the constructive criticisms I have of it is uh, it's a father and a mother and a, and a kid. And the father has a new England accent. And I did a little further research, find out the guy's not even American or doesn't is not American. He's British. So he was obviously doing an American accent. But his accent was New England accent, and they never – they just let it out there. They, like, didn't tie it back to why he would have a New England accent. If anybody's ever been in that part of the Midwest country, I mean, it's like being in the UP. I mean, uh, anybody's ever seen Fargo, you know, Fargo, oh, yeah, you know. And oh, that, you so betcha, yeah. The accent <laughs> will be a lot – yeah, you got to be a lot different. So that was just one of the criticisms I had with that. And um, – and basically what the storyline of the movie was, on that trip, they pull over a gas station and their daughter falls and gets hurt uh, enough to where they think they need to go to the hospital and get her checked out. So they go to the nearest hospital, um, which I, they had seen a hospital sign maybe like two miles back from there. So he turns around and takes them to the hospital. They get in to see the doctor. Now, funny thing is, I was laughing my ass off because the doctor in the movie, the most recent thing I've ever seen him in was an entourage. He did a bit piece in uh, the series Entourage where he was. Uh-oh. Did we lose him? No, he's still there. He's, he's breaking up a little bit. Okay. Any better? Yeah, yep. we got yeah. you now. Great. So what part cut out? All of it. Cut out. The, <laughs> the, the, the doc- Everything from hello. The, no, the, what up, though? the doctor from Entourage is where you left off. Yeah. Oh, got you. So the doctor in the movie, last time I'd seen him play a part was uh, – mayor of Beverly Hills on the series Entourage. And at the end of that, he gets picked up on TMZ because the chick he hooks up with at the end of the night happens to be a tranny. And when she's getting out of his car, her skirt slides up and you can see her old pecker. So as I could see this guy, all I was doing was laughing the whole time. See this guy. Serious. Sounds like a movie for Todd Dillon. <laughs> hey, I, I'd rather see peckers than, than wide open asses. <laughs> Wide open asses is confusing for me. I'm not sure if it's a woman or a man. I don't know if I should be upset or or I should be hard right now. Well, just a little bit. Just a little bit. So uncomfortable. So anyways. (laughs) Anyways. um, (laughs) So anyway, uh, so they send the the kid off to get a CAT scan and all the stuff you get because of her hitting her head and the mother goes with her. And the father ends up taking a nap for a couple hours. When he wakes up, they're still not back, and basically that's the rest of the movie is him trying to find out where they're at and what's happened to them, and I'm not going to go any further than that because it'll be spoiler alerts with everything. So, um, right. so they, uh, and I guess one of the other things that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, but she did exactly what she was supposed to do. I think she hit it out of the park was the wife at the beginning when they're in that ride. She was a total bitch to this guy. And I think it was supposed, she was supposed to be that way. She did such a great job, but she annoyed the shit out of me. I was just like, oh, man. I was like, toss her out the window. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so, so anyway. Um, so, yeah. So, I'd say, you know, B minus if I was going to give it a, a B grade, minus. You know, yeah, a solid B minus. Solid B minus. <laughs> 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 how do you what do you feel that's, about that that's respectable how, how do you feel about that Nick? i think that's pretty fair <laughs> i think that's pretty fair it was a it was a stumble upon netflix uh movie 
uh, no no big actors or anything like that. Yeah. And uh, it was just the uh, the old switcheroo cliffhanger at the end, uh, which is what I tend to like. Uh, yeah. But, you know, yep. um, I'm like an old man getting into a hot bath with these movies, you know. So Absolutely. Trying to yeah. ease my way hey, in. B-minus B- is good. I mean, B-minus is uh, – I mean, that's, that's what you just said about that no big-name actors. That's actually – I should have brought that up. It was one of the things that I liked about it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about the streaming services together. I, I like that they're giving more and more of these actors and actresses that we would have never seen back in the day um, – now a chance to to be on her, even though Todd Dillon can't stand any of them. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so sweet. All right, that's what I got. Thank you, sir. I want to if you could if you can stick around for just another few minutes. Uh, I want to make sure you get a chance to hear the review of what you assigned to Corey, which was mayor of mayor of Easttown. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Um, where do I begin, Krabby? At the beginning. Um, so I, I've, got, I've gotten through three episodes so far. Uh, and the, the beginning is a little drawn out. Uh, it, it, it's trying to give you a rundown of, of what you're in for, and it doesn't do a very good job of that. Uh, it's very open-ended. You know, is this going to be a drama? Is it going to be a, a bit of a comedy? Like it, it's, um, so it's, it's following Mayor who is a detective sergeant in this small little town out in Podunk BFE. And basically what you can gather from the first episode, maybe two and a half episodes, is everything's put on her shoulders from this little town and her being a detective sergeant. Uh, and th- there's, you know, scandals going on. Everyone's talking about it because it's such a tiny little town. Um, you know, you have a, a murder that occurs. For for me and I, I, Krabby, I don't know if you've ever seen Ozark. Yeah. Yep. It seems like a shitty Ozark. <laughs> shitty Ozark. Yeah. Yeah. A shitty one. I think everything should be measured as Ozarks. <laughs> That's this is it's <laughs> this is about a quarter of an Ozark. How's that pizza? Uh, it was a it was a dry Ozark. Is what yeah, it was. There you go. Okay. <laughs> not not saying it's bad or it's terrible. I I, I do want to continue on watching it when I have some spare time to uh, see, see how everything plays out. Cause it, it caught my interest enough uh, to want me to keep, keep watching. But I, I'm also, it's very, it's there's, there's some slow moving episodes and some uh, a lot of excess in the show, I think, but not, not a bad pick. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm going to continue on with it and see where, uh, where it goes. Okay. So good, good pick, sir. Good pick. Is it okay for me to be confused? Yeah, sure. <laughs> About we'd what? rather we'd we'd rather you be. <laughs> how, how, can we, how can we? How can I we? How can we help you, Todd? I didn't say I love it. Like, he said it's a shitty Ozark. Shitty denotes a right. Uh, uh, I'm confused. I didn't say it's a shitty show. I said it's a shitty Ozark. <laughs> How do I feel? Think about that thing that in life that you love very much, and just think this is the shitty version of that. <laughs> yeah, so it could be worse yeah that, so that applies across the board to everybody mm-hmm. and on top of that um uh david denman uh is in it from the office from is it from the uh, from the american american, american, american office? Okay. office yes was he <coughs> michael scott's boss was he no no uh he was um pam's Creed? nope uh <laughs> 
Pam's uh, ex-fiance. What was his name in the show? Roy. Oh, yeah, Roy. yeah, yeah. Okay. I know that guy. Oh, Roy. he was in that? I and, hate him. And him and John Krasinski were in, uh, what was it? The one movie they just just made about being in uh, Afghanistan. Oh. oh, 13 Hours? 13 Hours, yeah. yes. Him, him and John Krasinski were in that. Okay. So he, he's actually, outside of The Office, because he obviously didn't get too much screen time on The Office, um, He's starting to make a, a bit of a name for himself. So when I saw him in this, I, I thought that was pretty cool. Are you trying to tease a Funko from the office of his character that you're about to unveil? Oh, fuck no. Tonight? Oh, no. I, got, I got something way bigger than that, buddy. <laughs> okay. Way bigger than that. <laughs> he doesn't have a Funko yet. That is a shame. I think you should write to, Dear Mr. Funko, you don't know me, but I'm one of your biggest fans. I live in... Yeah, that's what you should do. On it. All right. Uh, Jimmy Pappas. Thank you, man. I appreciate your, you giving the review, and I'm glad you got to stand to hear the shitty Ozark uh, review that Corey just gave for your <laughs> assignment. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Like I said, well, it, it was, me on as always. It's not a bad pick. It's just a, it, it's not Ozark. All right. <laughs> All right, Jimmy. <laughs> All right, buddy. <laughs> Let us know All when right. you want to come Talk back. We always got to see for you. All right. Peace out. Peace. Peace. All right. I think Jimmy and I should tour around watching movies together. I think that would be fantastic. I think you should um you should do a very quick um just have him send you have him send you like audio clip of a similar review and then you and you watch the same thing and then you shit all over it at the end. <laughs> what are you doing? What? Oh, I'm peeling. Oh. <laughs> I've just been sitting here like absentmindedly doing this. Here, you, want my, you want my skin flakes? I can see it. Yeah. He's scratching his arm on the black tablecloth, and there's yeah. dusted Parmesan. That it looks like oh. someone dumped all. Oh, Sorry. good. Don't worry. It's on my floor it's on now. on the floor now. Yeah. So well, that's you vacuum fine. the floor. You don't vacuum the table. Sure. So. Yeah. I will I'm now. I didn't even realize I was just like, yeah, oh, oh, oh that oh, is shitty disgusting. Ozark. Got it. <laughs> and this Dude. is from the last time I was out on the water with you guys. Oh, you're so <laughs> fucked when we go up north. Dude. Oh, I totally. No, no, this is my base. I'm do you have SPF like a thousand? I do. That's coming with do you have okay. psoriasis medication? One thousand. <laughs> it's feeling skin. I'm so sorry. It's a lot of feeling skin. I will. I will be personally washing your your tablecloths, which I think I paid for this, by the way. I don't care about the tablecloth. <laughs> I care about my floor. <laughs> I'll run the fucking vacuum. So I Just need to do my. It. I need to do my review to close this out. When I had Spycraft from Corey <laughs> yes. on, Net, on Netflix mix. <laughs> You know how many like, oh, dead skin particles sake. are in your house that you don't know are there? They're everywhere. Yeah, what do you think's on the futon that Corey sleeps on every weekend? Yeah, that's what I thought. Semen? Yes, I was going to say, a lot of jizz. A lot of jizz. <laughs> Todd, I'll just keep setting them up and you keep knocking them down. So, Spycraft. Uh, so, it's a documentary series on Netflix. I think there's like 10 episodes. But right. Yeah, I watched the first four, and it was it was super cool. I, I'm into that shit. Um, so the first one was all about counter counterintelligence, I think, and then they went into, there was one about um, toxins and um, like poisons that you would use, and then there was another episode about like sex espionage, about- Yeah, that was a good know, one. Using, <laughs> you only, it, all that shit's fascinating. Um, doing something, on, you know, clandestine um, information gathering that governments do and how they- you know, bug buildings and, you know, different sorts of... And the thing that always makes it interesting is, like, give me some real examples, and they start to go, like, 1985, 
Phil Henderson was on a travel one day, and, and that's the part like, oh, yeah. Tell me what happened to Phil Henderson. And, and I, I think that was one of the coolest parts of, of the, the documentary in the series was that yeah. they do give a lot of real-life um, examples for, you know, stuff that they can release and talk about. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, to kind of know, like, the behind-the-scenes stuff of some of, you know, uh, things that you might never hear. Like, you don't think about that happening in the world today. Like, and that stuff is going on all the time. Every day, yeah. Yeah. It has been for decades. And, I mean, it's, there could be things happening right next to you that you might not even know about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's why I, I thought with the real world experiences and, and uh, stories they, they mixed in there that you, you would, might actually enjoy it. Yeah. There, I mean, there's not much to, to avoid in the way of spoilers, but you know, if that kind of thing is your bag, um, I highly recommend it. It was really entertaining. Um, time just kind of flew by. And uh, so Netflix spycraft uh, documentary series. And I got, I got to thank you because at least there were no, um, grisly triple homicides that I had to deal with. No, for none of that. The span of two hours. Very, very informative. And, uh, a lot of, like I said, a lot of behind the scenes, in-depth, uh, stuff they discussed. Yeah. Then I appreciate that. So let's do uh, new assignments for next week. Um, and now we're next week is going to, so me. I don't know that we've really talked about this yet, but, um, Rose. in case you're, in case you're new to the podcast or have a, you missed last week's episode, don't blame you. Uh, next week we're going to be uh, on vacation. Uh, Thank God, out in uh, beautiful Oscoda, Michigan. Um, no, we may <laughs> we may we may end up doing a podcast that we that we will either record from there and then release later, or if if let's say they've got some sort of system where the waves produce bandwidth, then we'll do a Facebook live stream. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll try our damnedest to get a, at least a very simple live stream going. Yeah. With like a like a Kodachrome camera, it'll yeah. take a. Yep. We'll have to wait for the picture to develop, and then we'll take a. We'll, we'll upload that picture to the internet of us talking. That's what we'll do. But uh, so we'll do assignments for. Um, I, 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 if you don't end up getting to the movie this week, I, I think you, you get a pass. It's fine. We're not. I don't think I would hold anybody to like. Yeah. No. Wait, you know let's I mean? let's say this is for for two weeks out. Two weeks out. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's gonna have a lot going on this week with trying to pack up and all that and close out work before taking the taking the break. But, yeah. but if you have I'm, time I'm, and I'm, you do it, we'll 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 take the review at the time. I'm but sure we'll have much other stuff to talk about uh, up north than maybe movies. So it'll yeah. count. It'll count as time served. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Correct. All right. So uh, so I have drawn Todd. Uh, Todd has drawn Corey. Corey has drawn me. Danielle has Nick, and Nick has Danielle. Are there stuff floating in my drink? And I'm just, not sure what it is. Just is skin it particles? Skin? Is it skin? It's skin particles. No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's probably ice, Daniel. <laughs> it's black. Uh, so sorry. Did everybody hear who they got? And gold. That I know one. I have you. Yeah. So let's. Uh, I've got. A, we've got a shot sitting here that. Uh, I hate to. I hate to. It's probably. You know what it is? It's probably from that cap because it was so cold. That cap is all gold. Is it? Yeah. The cap on on whatever the name of that crap is is gold. Goldschlager. Rumchata, no. rumchata. Yeah, the cap is gold. See? Oh, yeah. I see what you're talking about. Yeah, and it's been right. the, it's been the freezer. Hey, so. Todd, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking for my shot uh, a little crown apple, and for okay. my beer, I got a little uh, some local a local beer. It's uh, from the Snoqualmie Brewery called Sunny Side Citrus Citra Hopped IPA. Because tonight, disgusting. Yeah, I think you just said thanks, Corey. Yes, yeah, <laughs> no problem. All right, well, uh, join us, please.
We're going to do a shot. Corey? Cheers, Dad. Cheers. Clink. Cheers. Salute. Oh, now you guys want to hear that. <laughs> All right. So uh, I, I'll jump in here. I got, oh, thank you. Uh, I got Todd. Todd Dillon, uh, have you seen uh, The Big Short? I have not. Surprising. Okay. That is what you've got, sir. I want to say it's Amazon Prime. I think it's free. Okay. But I can confirm for you. It's 16 Reasons Why, right? (laughs) Yeah, the 16 shorts. (laughs) The 16 shorts. Right. All right. The Martin Short special. Yeah. Todd, you have Corey. (laughs) Corey. Yes. Have you seen Condor? Uh, No, I don't believe I have. What, it's what? uh I watched on Apple TV, but it's on uh Epics. Okay, we have, we have Apple TV. <laughs> Is it Condor with a C or a K? With a C. Okay. It's a series. Season one. Okay. Uh Corey, you have me. Now have you seen have you seen Ozark? I have not. Oh, you mean wow. the shitty Ozark or the good Ozark? The good Ozark. The good Ozark. I, have, I have not seen Ozark. <laughs> I, I did want to leave that one for Nick, but if you haven't seen it, I, I've well, I hold on. Give it to him too. You can. Well, you can ask Nick <laughs> if Nick hasn't seen it. So hot, and it's and you want to do it, I'll take it something else. It, I, I don't care. It's it's on my to watch no, list anyway. It, it's. It, I, I'd be excited to hear what, what both you guys think about it. So okay. Nick, Nick can get it sometime down the road. But yeah, go with uh, go with Ozark. Doing. Continue. Well, it, Are you taking a picture of my? Uh, arm? Continue. <laughs> well, it's funny because that's what I was going to give him because that's my. I have him too. Uh, oh, have we never come across this before? If, I mean, I can give him something different. If you've seen it, yeah, we. Bo- I've seen it. We both seen it. I. I don't think you're I guess, breaking any rules. There you go. I. You liked it. I assume. Yeah. Oh, I love Ozark. I keep checking to see when the last season's coming on. I think it'd be an interesting exercise to have both of us give a review of the same thing. Perfect. Sounds good. Ozark, Nick. Okay. It's on Netflix. <laughs> okay, so who's left then? Um, Nick has me. Yeah. Yeah, I do. So, Danielle. Uh, yeah. Um, have you seen The Dead Poet Society? Yes. Okay. Have you seen... <laughs> Why are you sending me this? <laughs> Excuse me, we're on a podcast. Um, yeah, which you, you interrupted to take a picture of that. No, shh. Have you seen uh, House of Cards? No. Okay, no. start start the, the, how, US, the U.S. or the yeah. British one. Start House of Cards on Netflix. Okay, which US, one? U.S. version. Okay. I have no idea because I started like as soon as I plugged in the SD card. I have no idea how far we end in this episode. So, are we at like break time? We'll give it uh, another five minutes. Well, you know what we can do. You want to break now and no. oh no. This. <laughs> <laughs> so, so happy with himself. I know. <laughs> he hasn't hurt himself in a couple of weeks, so. He hasn't hurt himself? <clears throat> laugh at this. Oh, hurt. I thought he said hurt. <laughs> oh, no. Heard. It's a violent laugh. He might have hurt himself. That's true. So what do we got? I for? keep trying not to laugh. I swear. I swear. I'm you do not a great to job at it. Last bit. I think great. you just make it worse when you try not to laugh at it. <laughs> I know. 
I saw him start to dance a little. I do. I, do, I love that beat. <laughs> Or what do we got? So this week is actually a huge, huge week for Funko This. I've, wow. I've got two the things. La- to is br- it the last week? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, right. I've got, have I've you got, seen all the Funkos? No, you I haven't. I just want the, the satisfaction of knowing that you have actually completed and checked no, out no, like no. all the Funkos. Done. No. So here this week, I have two for you guys. Yeah. But one is not for me. Being the good friend that I am, I can't let someone have a set that is not completed. So today, while Danielle and I were out and about, I picked up something for my good buddy, Nick. Oh, God. Who is CJ Parker without Mitch Buchanan? Oh, my God. You know what's funny is I was looking at the Pam Anderson today. and I was <laughs> sure, like, I bet you were. I swear <laughs> to God. I was looking at the Pam Anderson one today, and I'm like, where's Mitch? She's, <laughs> swear She's to, so lonely. Swear to God to you, I'm like, I really need Mitch Buchanan. I thought that about 40 minutes ago. So you must have smelled what I was thinking. Th- well, thank you so much. And that was a hard find. Oh! That was a very hard find. He's got the chest hair and everything. I. Oh, yeah. I'm legitimately excited about this. Those short gray curlies. <laughs> you're, you're lucky because you almost got one that was uh, subpar to, to Mitch Buchanan. And luckily I set that down and found Mitch Buchanan I, later in the day. Corey, everyone is subpar to Mitch Buchanan. Okay. <laughs> so that is the first part of Funko this for this week. Oh, it's all, a two-parter. All, it's a two-parter. All, all I gotta say to Bob's finger wagging is never hassle the Hoff. All right, <laughs> never. Are you gonna play the music again? I could. The Funko music? <laughs> yeah, it's two Funko. It's a two-parter. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Funko this. Funko this. Funko this. Quieter laugh that time. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so the second part for Funko this this week Wait, is second out of two, right? There's not three fucking parts of this. No, thing. no, there's okay. only two parts. <laughs> I just wanted to know how many more times I, like, I can't no, no, do just, this that's anymore. It. That's it. Okay, good. Just, just this one. Oh, okay. Then. He's um, got little Baywatch patches on his arm. <laughs> I just, just so all the viewers can see how excited Nick is over this doll that he's gotten today. Yeah, collectible. Don't ever let him finger wag over a doll again. Legitimately, am. Okay. So, here you guys go. Oh, Walter! Finally, (laughs) oh wow, got my hands on a Walter soap check from the Big Lebowski. Are those are those legitimately reflective sunglasses that he's wearing? Uh, for some reason, they look like they're either half full of water or they're like mirrored. No, they they are actually tinted, like mirror. Yeah. yeah. So you you can see in without the studio light on it, you can actually see through His the glasses. Too. Yeah, because yeah, through the movie. Do they come off the glasses? No. 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 But you won't the, ever know that because you're never going to open. But in the movie, I did. Oh, dude, he's right. He's right yeah. next to. The dude. Corey, in the movie, okay. weren't they were like shooting glasses, right? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's so you could see his eyes. Yeah. So when, yeah, when, without that light directly on him, you can you can see his eyes. Okay. So this uh, was wow. an, e- an eBay find of mine that uh, had to do some some haggling on. <laughs> but out, out he of... He dethroned poor uh, Ron Swanson from the wall. Well, he has to go next to the dude on the wall, so. Of course, yeah. And you're saying there's not enough room. They have a special one Funko only shelf. What? They're like a little sh- a little shelf. I have two the little dude has one. two little floating shelves right next to my desk. One for Walter the dude and one for Walter. Oh, so you've ranked them? 
the yes. Funkos. Yes. Okay. Well, these two I have. Okay. But you're not like like people who buy a lot of books. They sometimes they put them in like alphabetical order. Sometimes they put them by author, or whatever. You do you do you list them by the series, or do you go like, oh, this is number eighty two, and therefore we you have, go we after eighty one? Like all the shows of the characters that we have, we put those all together, and then uh, like upstairs right now, we have in the living room the all, all the office and Schitt's Creek. Creek are are on the shelves. Can I say something? Yes. So. In a series like Baywatch, where they're all in the same uniform, the only thing I don't like about Funkos is like there's what is what is the defining characteristic that this is uh, Mitch Buchanan and not like uh, Hobie or like one of Who? the other characters, Mitch's son, oh. or one of the other characters like guys with brown hair. You know, like the, the face, chest hair. The face is just just you know mongoloid esque. With giant eyes, <laughs> aren't all fungos I, the same? I mean, they they try to they try to do a good job, at, like with Walter having the, you know the shooting glasses on. Um, yeah, and there, there's a, there's a couple coming up that you guys will definitely see the the differences that they make make in the face. That okay, you'll be really excited. It's going to be a while, but you'll be really excited. I, I want. I would like if 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 you're listening out there, and we know you're not. Uh, text text or call into six one eight shocker and let us know if if. If Funko This is a segment that you follow regularly, like if you're excited to see like what did Corey get this week, I want to know what your fan base is. I really do. I feel I like hope it's I bigger hope than some zero. Out there. Right. I, I just I don't know so. how big. Yeah. So let us know. Just give us a thumbs up. All you got to do is just text a thumbs up. It takes just a second. Quick emoji. Thumbs up to Funko This. That's all you got to do. So there you go. That is that is this week's amazing. I've been I've been dying all week to to get this out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I was already I, I was already excited about Walter, and then we yeah. came across Mitch today, and I was like, I I can't I can't just leave him sitting there on the shelf and not not buy him for Nick. Of so why, why I, you do that? Well, I'm going to buy you a drink for that. Um, it's very exciting. Okay. All right. Well, that uh, let's take a break on that. We, we can't <laughs> on that top note, that. yeah, let's take a break. I actually I actually might make up uh uh like a little one inch square area and fill it with beach sand and put them in. That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> I, I, I would be pretty impressed with that. I would be pretty impressed. P- please. You built you built a tower out of uh, popsicle sticks. <laughs> I was gonna say, where's the little chair? <laughs> <laughs> they're called they're called towers, Danielle. Okay? Whatever. I wasn't a lifeguard. Yeah. Well, a few people. None are. of us were in this room. A few people period. are. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back in fifteen minutes. Please don't go anywhere. <laughs> Because <laughs> I had to play that Funko This theme again. Yeah. Second half of episode 129 for Schnozcast. Thanks for sticking with us. We got Mr. Todd Dillon out there. I'm here. Excellent, sir. How was your break, Todd? It was a great break. <laughs> All right, we're going to jump into it with a little 90 second sports. And we 
see him heading in that direction. The 20. He's going for 40. And it's 90 seconds forward. All right. We love this segment because Todd gets to wax philosophical about something that we never get to talk about, which is sports for 90 straight seconds. Thanks, Danielle. Okay, Todd, <laughs> you are you geared up? Yes. You ready for 90 second sports? I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Let's pe- bring it. People, people can actually hear you this time. Let's bring it. Okay, we're going to bring it. 90 second sports being brought to the head by Mr. Todd Dillon starts now. Sweet. So, Medina Spirit, Kentucky Derby, cheater. They're still testing P, and I know, I know, I know. We've been talking about this for a long time, so I'm actually going to change it up a little bit because that, that third, they've already tested twice, uh, and uh, there's a third test uh, from a split P sample to see if that horse uh, really cheated and Soup and a Sandwich really uh, won the thing. So, anyway. I heard the worst thing ever today. Uh, There are injuries in sport all the time, but a young man by the name of Victor Hovland pulled out of the U.S. Open that's going on this weekend uh, because he injured himself. And uh, can I get in? Can someone, how can you hurt yourself on the golf course? Plenty of ways, right? You can, you can hit a great shot, celebrate, jump in the air, land, twist your ankle. Seen that. You could, you could fall into a sand trap, hit your head on, on the rake. (laughs) (laughs) On the business you, end you, of the rake, yeah, you could you could swing so hard you split your pants or tear your tear a hammy. You could do all manner of things. But today, a young man, actually not today, yesterday, Victor Hovland pulled out because while he was practicing in the sand, he hit a shot and some sand got in his eye, some sand, <laughs> and then he tried to gut it out for six holes. Maybe he couldn't see. Can he quit playing golf because he had sand in his eye? I don't know if they make water out at Torrey Pines or if they freaking don't freaking And that's check 90 second sports, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Unfortunately, your time is up. <laughs> Solid 90 seconds, though. But if you want to hear the rest of that, t- tune into Todd Dillon's TikTok at what's the address, Todd? D- D's nuts. <laughs> underscore 3232. Not 3233. 3232. Three, three. D's nuts. Follow him on TikTok. All right, Todd, get your uh, Crown Royal Apple out. We're going to do another shot. Oh, you betcha. Oh, you betcha, yeah. <laughs> get and out the Crown Royal, yeah. It's not even 6 p.m. out there where Todd's at. Trying it's to think not. about the 6 p. It is still very bright on in the back of Todd. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watering my lawn. In the back of Todd is pretty bright. <laughs> yeah, not so much the front. It, it, uh, hey. it was pretty exactly. bright. Exactly. I'm watering the wide open ass. It was uh, it was pretty bright at, at Schnozcast Studios patio when we were just out there. It's still uh, still sun, still beaming. So grab what you got and do a shot if you, if you got a, a coffee. That's okay too. It could be morning when you're listening to us. Um, don't feel bad about it if it is morning and you're the type of person that likes to uh, indulge in a libation in the morning. If you're not and you're like, oh my god, I, I can't believe that's all they do is drink. Um, grab yourself a Mountain Dew. Or a Sprite. Or get some Jameson and make it an Irish coffee. Or a water. And, uh, Put some whiskey <laughs> in it. Don't worry. That grass is not going to cut itself. But grab, grab a scalding hot coffee on this hot day, pound it, get on your riding mower, and listen to the Shinaz gas. But join us. Cheers. Cheers.
Salute. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Hats off to your dad, too, Corey, for always drinking scalding hot coffee at a 100-degree morning at, at 8 a.m. <laughs> right before he was supposed to do eight, some yard work. 8 a.m. It was 8 a.m., then 9 a.m., and then 10 a.m., and then 12 and 1. It, dude, it was, it was all throughout the day. Yeah. I thought he came over to supervise glass block window installation. He did. At 7 a.m. in shorts, no shirt, uh, long white tube socks and a scalding hot coffee. That is exactly what happened. <laughs> and by the way, it was the same outfit, probably the same exact outfit, the one he came over to help take down that giant pine tree that we had. In front I'm of sure the house. it was the exact same. Yeah. That's his, get, that's his getting stuff done outfit. Oh, yeah, he got shit done. And I can also guarantee you that when he came over with that coffee, it was not in a styrofoam cup or a disposable cup. No. Nope. It was in one of the glasses, the octagonal mugs that my mom bought octagonal sure that too (laughs) that uh he would actually leave the house with and take them in the car and drive there's glass yes yes (laughs) yeah and he would he would drive with an actual coffee mug holding it holding it while at any point he could hit a bump or something and it it would just be chaos all over the car Old school dudes don't spill their hot ass coffee. They drive and the coffee stays in the cup. Dude, I'll tell you, Todd, he he had a, a knack for it because yep. it, literally, uh, again, the coffee cups, and my mom would always yell at him, Michael, why the hell are you taking the coffee cups out of the house? And But he'd always walk right down the driveway with a glass so, coffee cup. So typically glass is not used for coffee. It's, uh, I mean, that's like the old, uh, the old ship glasses, you know, like the, they had like the dimples on it, like the. The octagonal ones that were like all glass clear. It was all yeah, it was clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I I know if you thought hard enough, you'd probably remember that because we also. No, I remember exactly. Does the, your does your mom still have it or did no? She, throw she got rid of those years okay. ago. Probably smart um, move. We also had like uh, matching a like sixteen ounce glasses and like orange juice glasses. So it was like it was a set that they got. Yeah. And my dad, he would always take one of those with him, no matter where he went. Now, did anybody ever like for Christmas or his birthday ever try to get him like a travel mug? <laughs> oh, oh, that, that's that's funny, buddy. That's funny. Just to try to like see if you could. He, it was, the only two things he carried coffee in, yeah, was either a the glass clear mug from the house that right. he shouldn't have been taking with him anywhere. Okay, uh, or the little ten ounce uh, styrofoam cups that they had at the back desk of oh, the yeah. police station. Oh yeah, and he would <laughs> literally have a stack of those in his city car. Yeah, ten ten high in the cup holder. Okay, because he would come always leave work with one, drink it on the way home, and then just put it right with the collection. I've never met anyone in my life who drank as much coffee as your dad. It was disgusting. Hence, what most likely why I do not care for it, and I I look at coffee or taste. I'm like, this is. Absolutely horrendous. <laughs> yeah, but I, I can see a lot of parallels and similarities between you and your dad and just the stories that I hear. He's very particular. And when he gets something he loves, that's what he's going to do. And that you, you guys kind of both have that when you're set in your ways. Like this is, this is, you know, I want my favorite mug. I want to drink what I like out of this specific. If, if that wrench was thrown into the gears... If I came downstairs one day and, and handed you your Coors Light in a coffee mug, you would not continue on the podcast. You'd be like, 
okay. Now, where 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 is my Yeti cup? This this is no. This is not going to happen. I mean, true. This is not going to happen. But I don't I don't know. I, I guess he could have because he definitely could have advanced. At least I, I'm willing to advance beyond my ways in, in a lot of stuff when it comes to. I think that's getting, true. Getting newer products and, and things of that nature. His was cut off at a glass coffee cup, like. As that wasn't his idea. He was told, no, like, this, he, is what <laughs> this is what we drink coffee out of at home. At home. But yes, that was also his road. Oh, you're leaving class. the home? Uh, I just take it with me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how it happens. But, yeah. but also with like the certain shoes you buy and things like that. Like your dad was a simple man in the sense where he's like, yep, I, I want my white New Balances and I want my, my long <laughs> yeah. white socks. And, yeah. and you're, you're specific like, fuck that. I don't want so- I cannot wear socks. But I need these slip-on shoes. They have to, like, there. There are a lot of parts of your day, like your your everyday routine, that if disrupted, you it, your whole day would be fucked up. Like if you didn't yeah. have your yeah. specific, like if Danielle took all the shoes that you own out of your house and set a pair of white New Balances by the door, and we're like, <laughs> this we're going to Nick's. You, like, well, I guess I'm just going back yeah. to bed. <laughs> you you, you wouldn't do slippers. You wouldn't do it, and. Uh, Seemingly, like it, it sounds as if the opposite was true. Like if you removed all your dad's white New Balances and were like, "Here, here, you got these uh, blue slip-ons," he'd be like, "Okay, no, no, where, where are my shoes?" I will say we, we finally did get him into a pair of uh, not exactly flip-flops, but like slide-on sandals, kind of like the Jesus sandals. Yeah. And once he found out how comfortable they were. And how free his feet were, because that was <laughs> once he got in the house, shoes and tube socks were gone, and you'd never see them again. Yeah, but it was it was outside when he was walking around that you know he always had that on. So once I I can can't even remember. I'm, I'm sure my mom got him from Kohl's, but bought him for him, and he he tried them on while they were golfing, and he was like, "Oh my god, this is <laughs> this is amazing." Now was was Mike also a shirtless wonder? That's where I. That's 100%. where I. That's, that's yeah. 100%. That's where I get it from. My yeah. my dad. If it wasn't working and it wasn't winter time out. Oh, even, 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 oh, even in the winter. <laughs> yeah, in the winter. Oh yeah, no shirt. I, I in mean, the house, but not in, outside. I mean, if it was if he knew he was only going from the house to the garage, yeah, he'd go outside. Uh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Like to get the mail or something. Oh, that <laughs> came into the house, but if yeah, if he had to walk out to the garage or go yeah. to his car, no shirt. Wow. Ever. Well, that's kind of funny how those things trickle down because. My dad and, you know, I get asked this a lot sometimes, but, you know, like my my dad and I always wear a white T-shirt and I always wear a white T-shirt to bed, always. And I know Corey and I have gone back and forth about this. Corey's like, ah, I, I never, how do you wear that to bed? I can never wear a shirt to bed. You don't like, you feel like, like you're constricted? Oh, I, I would probably die in my sleep. But my grandfather and my dad always had a white T-shirt, always went to bed in a white T-shirt. Right. You know, so... Yeah, maybe everyone's subconscious, got their own thing. Subconscious things that are passed down. Yeah. You know, oh, I definitely agree with that. Um, Except for the uh, coffee, there's, there's, there's got, there should be some growth. There should be some learning from your elders and going like, okay, I'm going to take the things that I like and keep those. The things I don't oh, like, there, put those aside. There's yeah. a lot that I, I've disregarded and been like, nope, I'm never doing that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the stuff we talk about on, on here, there's, there's definitely. A lot of similarities and, yeah. and other stuff that I would be like, no, like like the coffee, I, that's yeah. just never going to happen. I, I will say this: if you wear socks to bed, you're psychotic. So that, oh, I, there's no way. 
Yeah, well, no. you're sitting next. Well, you're, that, that, well, you're sitting next to a psycho, apparently, because uh, the look you just got. When it get, if, it's, <laughs> if it's winter time and it's cold, my oh fucking feet my are cold. God, no, <laughs> that is, I can't. So there was there was a thing online I remember, and it, it talked about the over under toilet paper. Yeah. Um, and in they did a vote with a very very large amount of people, and the under rollers uh, were were the minority psychos. Yeah, yeah, they are fucking psychos. It was the minority of the under rollers, and it was like something like nineteen percent of people, and the rest of the people are like, no, so much to the effect that they they came up with, they found the instructions for the first roll of toilet paper where it showed how to put it on, and it was over an over, top. it was yeah. over the top. Yeah. So that being said, um, it went down the list of like isms that make you absolutely crazy. And one of them was, if you wear socks to bed, we can't be friends. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> Dude, that, that's... I, I have a clarifying question. Yes, uh-huh. yes, Todd. I, I have an over and under. I, it doesn't matter to me. Oh, I'm okay. Go ahead. So you're like, saying neither, you're... neither one bugs me. What does that make me? Wait, wait, sorry, uh, you're a fucking monster. Are we, wait, hold on. Is he, are you talking about toilet paper or the yeah. socks to bed? Toilet paper. Toilet well, paper. Toilet paper. I, I, but in your, and, and by the way, I have a caveat for that. I, I don't wear socks to bed as a rule, but... If my feet are cold when I go to bed, I know that I won't be able to fall asleep. So I'll put my socks on, and instinctively, as soon as my body temp is correct, I will kick those socks <laughs> off in the middle of the night, and they yep. and they end up on the floor next to the bed. I don't. I never ever wake up in the morning with those socks on. No, my, the, the the feet are the heat regulators, uh, and that is kind of yeah. so. So I do go to bed with socks on sometimes, but I never ever wake up the next day with those socks. Amen, brother. Yeah, seventy percent of it's like seventy or eighty percent of of your body heat is is lost through your head and your feet. Um, which is, you know, they said on one time on TV, you know, so seemingly if you had a good hat and a pair of socks, I think it was Seinfeld that said that you could go skiing naked, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, dangler I've, would shrink though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been in that situation, not with the shrinkage, but I've been in that situation <laughs> where, you know, I've, it's been cold and I've had the, too small to shrink the, oh yeah, <laughs> I, I've had the Aussie, like the Aussie, like Merino wool like winter socks that are the, yeah i'll tell you right now are the most fucking comfortable socks you ever get yeah but i've gone to bed and e- even if i'm like uh let's say it's an after podcast thing or something like that and it's winter and my conscious mind is not making the correct decisions by the time i wake up they're gone they're off they, they will yeah. never stay on my foot my body is like what are you doing and there's other times that i've laid down and i've been like something's not right what what is going on? Why am I not as comfortable as I should be in this wonderful bed? And then I'm like, socks oh, because these socks are on. <laughs> yeah, but but to, to the same same thing for me. Like, I'll, be, I'll do smoke. I'll, let's say I'm smoking a pork shoulder or a brisket, and so it's a long smoke. And so I'll get up at three a.m. or four a.m. to to make sure that everything is all good. Hold Don't on, put socks on. I will be up. Todd, my Todd, feet are cold. Stop. Rewind. Start that story one more time. You're out smoking a a, a pork shoulder at three a.m. Yep. And so, so, well, I got, I started it before that, but I check in on it in the middle of the night. So I'm up before I'm really up, ready to get up. And so I go outside to make sure that all is good. And while I'm out there, cause I, I just throw on some slippers, my feet might get cold. And if I go back to bed and my feet are cold, I won't sleep one wink while my, while, while my, my feet are out of whack because they're cold. So I got to put socks on at least until I get them to the right temperature and then I can kick them off and then I can fall back asleep. You know, Billy Joel does that in the middle of the night. He goes walking in his sleep. He's he's 
said it several times. So, so does Bryson DeChambeau from the, playing in the U.S. <laughs> Open. He went. He got up in the middle of the night to uh, work out his swing, and he's doing well today. I think I can. I can encapsulate this. This is the difference between turning from a a a, a man in your, you know, mid twenties, early thirties, to a man in your late forties, early fifties. Where, when I was a young man, I had my sock drawer was divided into two parts: dress socks and regular like white socks. And as you grow up and you get older, now there's no more dress socks in my, I've got like maybe two pairs of dress socks in there, but now it's half uh, regular, like uh, low cut white athletic socks. And the other half are thick ass Merino <laughs> wool socks for when it's fucking cold in my house. And that's, that's crazy. That's just getting dude. old. I have like, I have like, dude, I have, I have probably 200 pairs of dress socks and I got my solids. Hold on. And I got my pattern. 200 pairs. Of dress socks. Absolutely. You know the right socks for the right occasion, brother. Yeah, I got I got I got solids, I got patterns, Argyle. I, got, I got smooth. Absolutely, I got Argyle. I got freaking uh I have German socks for, for when I'm wearing my later hosen. And then when it comes to, <laughs> don't, to sports, don't socks, try to appeal to your I got audience. my black low cuts, I got my three quarter low cuts, I got my highs, I got I and I got I probably have nine different types of winter socks. Do you have like, your do you have your uh, Will Cosby socks? What's a Will Cosby? Like a sweater print sock. Like the scuba doo the bebop socks. Oh my god. <laughs> I got some of those. That's in my that's in my pa- that's in my pattern section. <laughs> pattern section. Yeah, these don't all fit in yeah. one drawer, Todd. Do you have like a backup oh, no, like, I, a, like, I a, have, like a Tupperware no, bin is, full of socks? No, 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 no exaggeration. I have seven sock drawers. Oh my Fuck. god. You have a sock dresser. Who's dude. looking at your feet? <laughs> Everyone, apparently. Dude, you, dude, you got to wear the right socks for the right thing. <laughs> so, so what? What socks go with the Steve Harvey collection suits? It depends. It depends. Sometimes, again, it depends on where you're going. Sometimes, if it's if it's a formal business event, I wear. I stick with the salads. Or if it's a business event that's forward thinking, I might wear a crazy pattern like the like these kids do. So when, it depends. When, when you're someone's uncle in your best Easter lavender suit, what socks yeah, are you absolutely. wearing? Uh, well, am I going to somebody's house or am I going to church? Church. Church, solid. solid. And I'm going to either wear, uh, I'm either going to wear a black or I'm going to offset it with a blue or something like that. With that Levander, that Levander <laughs> blue is good. Would you say that socks are your Funkos? No, <laughs> no, it's just normal human living. Todd, can we have a segment called Sock It To Me with Todd Dillon? <laughs> where, where you go I'll through record it. This song. I'll record the song tonight. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> make it happen, Todd. Sock It To Me. It's, we we, we got to have some kind of 70s disco in the background. Corey, how many socks do you have in your drawer? Um, how many pairs? I think three. Three pairs of socks. Yeah. And what type of socks are these three pairs? Uh, I have barely socks. Fancy everyday use. <laughs> everyday I, fancy. I, I have two pairs. Of, two pairs of wool socks. Fancy guest. And well, I, I take that back. There, there, there's several pairs, but there's the they're the same. Because when I was <laughs> the same. When I was wearing boots at, at work every day, I had uh, knee high black uh, tube socks. Okay. And then I have knee high. He had really short pants. Green wool socks. <laughs> Can I ask a can I ask a clarifying question? Not anymore. Yes, Todd. You got rid of all this? Yeah. Okay. So if you so who here has a pair of Nike shoes? Me. 
No one? I do. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. So do you wear Adidas socks with your Nike shoes? Yeah, I don't give a fuck what the socks say. Dude, so that's where, again, where we're different. You're getting it wrong. <laughs> I wear Adidas socks when I wear Adidas. I Swag. wear Nike I look socks at color. when I wear I don't look Nikes. At I wear my Pumas when I wear my Pumas. So, so when I go golfing, if I'm wearing my Adidas golf shoes on a sunny day, I get, but when I'm wearing my Rainers, I'm wearing something. I'm wearing my Pumas. See, now Bob just said he looks at color. I don't see the world in color. So that's <laughs> exactly. Just the, when I put my line. socks that's on. That's the difference between us. <laughs> <laughs> I, the only difference between you and me, Todd, is I'm not sponsored by Adidas or Nike, so I don't care which socks I wear with what shoes I wear, as long as the. Color. You got to coordinate. The stuff needs to match. You I like do. Freaking black shoes. Were so you black so socks. clearly when white you had shoes, your animals, you were wearing alligators and elephants. No white sh- white shoes. White shoes call for white socks. Black shoes call for black socks. That is not so. Absolutely. Are you wear, you do you wear white socks with your black shoes as long we as need, they both we say need a Nike? Five minute segment. <laughs> Don't ask Michael Jackson what color socks he wore with his black shoes. <laughs> I think we all know. I did want to uh, <laughs> to officially move over into the midnight burbling section. I did want I had something I wanted to run by you guys. So uh, last night, Lori and I were out in the backyard having a fire and just chit chatting, and we were talking about, um, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we were talking. Lori's got red hair, by the way. We, we were talking about um, the pressures that you feel when you're a twenty, young twenty-something, uh, dealing with like living on your own, like first apartment, you got a job, you know, trying to make ends meet, that kind of stuff. And she, she, she goes, she goes, yeah. When I was in my early twenties, I just really wanted a vacation from it. I thought, man. If I could just if I could just spend some time in one of those sanatoriums, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah that we uh, can make that happen. You picked a winner, Bob. <laughs> I said you said yeah. she's coming over after the carnival. Oh, yeah. okay. She is. Oh, this is we got to go. Yeah, Nick. Uh, I'm like uh, so at sanatorium where the nuts are, where the crazy people are, and she goes, "Yeah, you know they have those sweet Adirondack chairs out on the lawn, and you could just sit there and just you don't have a care in the world, you don't have your responsibilities." Nothing to do, all the freedom that you want. Always comes she, back to the lawn with Lori. Has she ever <laughs> seen any any sort of documentary on how those places were ran and the I, conditions that those people lived in? I do not know. That, that's oh. a question for okay. later tonight. Say, does but. she know why they just sit there like they don't have a care in the world? Because they're heavily medicated. That was my point. <laughs> and she said, yeah, well, there's going to be like a butler that brings out my a medication bu- a, a on a silver tray. Mm. And brings it out mm. to me. I'm like, no, that shit doesn't. You have to go up to the window. She's like, they're, no, I don't. They're also the called window. orderlies, and they force <laughs> you to take it if you don't. Yes, Bob. Has anyone ever told you what a red flag is? I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> I th- I thought it was one of the funniest things I'd heard. From I'm like, yeah. I don't think you know what a sanatorium is. And she's like, no, I'm aware. Just you don't have any worries or concerns. You're in a straitjacket. You're highly medicated. Well, hold, hold, hold on a second. What was what was the name of the thing? So we talked about the post uh, postal uh, Kellogg's thing from a sanatorium, right? Uh, did we? That was that was uh, we briefly briefly touched on when uh, Todd watched uh, Foods That Built America. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But that's where that was the same thing that that Kellogg was running, right? Yes. That looks like a pretty nice setup. I think she's. I think she's onto something. Back then, yeah, back then that would yeah. have probably been fine, as long as there yeah. was, as long as you had family to back you and, and pay for that care, because it's not. I understand the person doesn't care, the patient doesn't care, 
and have a care in the world. But without someone funding that, you don't have that. Well, she was saying like, no, she would just like voluntarily like <clears throat> check yeah, herself in. No, they won't. She do- wouldn't be committed as Bob much it. as she just wanted well, to. Right, wrap, there's there's wrap, like, this is a vacation. Bob, you understand? Wrap, there's wrap only one. Wrap it up. You understand? There's only up. one way to do Seriously. it. Is be committed. That's the only way you get into a place like that. You can't just voluntarily take yourself in. Sure, you can. All I can. Oh, no, you, 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 so, yeah, yeah, post. You can, that's you the whole thing. Post in. turned himself not, in. Absolutely. Not, not to stress. Sent, no. Yeah, you no. can. No, not 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 anymore. Maybe not anymore. But you can, twenty years, thirty years ago, you could. You can voluntarily submit yourself um, to be evaluated by mental health, but if they deem that you're not. Uh, worthy to have that sort of treatment, then they're not going to keep yeah, you. You're going right. to go through which, some sort of an evaluation. Which is gonna ha- which gonna ha- I was going to say, which, it's going to happen in 72 hours. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. So roll, in, roll in with your Nike socks and your Adidas <laughs> shoes and then shit on the floor, and I'm sure they'll freaking I think she was just right looking up. for a three-day vacation. I mean, all you got to do is that picture on the lawn, and you, you go with her and just be like, Doc, <laughs> check this out. Here you go. That would be ha- me having her committed. She's an educator, and in. she's with kids all the time. <laughs> Done. To, Where's my to butler? Be, to be clear, this was, this was when she was in her early 20s. And she thought that would be a nice, like, oh, conversation a to pressure. have when she's 50. I mean, yeah. So basically, she wants to be supervised constantly, um, have all her daily duties and movements restricted, she and be heavily medicated. It. She did not see it that way. She did not what see it. What did she see? Just She can sit on the lawn in her she, backyard. She seen the I good part. I think I pointed that out. <laughs> no, not with her. But she thought that, that that similar freedom on the lawn in your own backyard was what she would get at the sanatorium. <laughs> all I picture could, is like no, one. No, that's not. No, no. One flew no. over the cuckoo's nest. Like that's all I picture. Me too. Because anytime anybody says sanatorium. Okay, so like, so what here, here's what we do. Here's yeah. what we do. Okay. Okay. I, well, hold, Lori, just to be fair, we don't. Uh, I don't know that this requires action. No, it does. Okay, it does now. This right. is clearly still Sorry, bothering. Lori. It's still all bothering right. her. Come on so, over. So what you do? You outfit. No, it's not bothering her. You outfit the backyard gates with locks that only you have the key to. Okay. Um, and you have small little disposable. Uh, Are we talking pa- about your backyard? No, hers. Oh, damn it. No, she's okay. not coming here. Uh, <laughs> after, after all this, I don't know if I even want her coming <laughs> after the podcast, but little small like waffle paper cups, uh, fill them up with some some placebos and some very heavily uh, heavy drugs. Oh, there should be actual drugs. In yeah, there. it has some heavy ones. And would, uh, I, would there be like a guy named Ficus bringing them out on like a silver where, tray? Where you're oh, f- called Nick. Where wear your <laughs> finest white pants and, and button up white shirt. Yep. And just tell her you're not leaving. Uh, sit in your chair and take this medication. And she's going to be like, oh, my God, I've waited so long. For <laughs> this is the vacation do. of a lifetime. This is, are, are we engaged? This is my honeymoon. Uh, this is amazing. <laughs> this is so amazing that's, right now. So this is your plan. That's what I should It's not my plan, clearly. Oh, I know whose plan me. it is. <laughs> okay, whose plan is it? I mean, how does she, does she have to draw you a picture? This is what she wants. I don't, I don't, this wasn't a cry for help as far as I'm aware. If, if she gets out of control, we'll all walk in in the white outfits and be like, hold on, ma'am, oh. ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> the people that she knows in the way that's, that's, yeah, that's what's going to bring her out of the funk. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And we'll call the city of Livonia and get her house condemned. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, she's Why not is that? fit to stay in her home. <laughs> so the whole house is condemned? Yes. But she's removed from the... How would you get to condemning a house after that? Because she is not fit to make her own decisions. So you would be given power of attorney. 
Wow. She wants the whole experience, doesn't she? Do you want to give her the whole experience? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't want to give her anything. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Oh, all right. Well, uh, so I'm not sure if there was a specific uh, end result I was looking for here, other than just I thought it was a really funny story. Uh, but since Danielle is here, I, I always love to do this when she's here. I want to do 100 questions oh, okay. in which Danielle picks a number between 1 and 100. I will tell you if it's been picked before, but uh, go ahead. What's that? Oh. oh, Check your phone real quick. Check your phone. Go ahead, Danielle. Give me a number between 1 and 100. Five. Five. Uh, it's not been picked before. Ooh, interesting. So to the group, uh, the question is, what would you change about yourself if you could? Tell me if we've already done this before. Yes. We have done this before. Yes. From this list, or you think it was maybe one of Nick's ex existential questions? I thought it... That's fine. We Go ahead and pick another number, Daniel. 22. 22. You've picked it already. Damn it. 25. Who is your favorite author? <laughs> that is I feel an, like you want to start with Todd question. <laughs> you want to stick with this one or pick again? I don't care. Okay. We just let's stick with it then. I read books, so I don't Well, why don't you go first? <laughs> wow. <laughs> why don't you look at me? You don't you know me. Because I feel like you made that comment towards me for some reason. No, no, no. Oh. I'm just no, I'm saying that, that it's <laughs> In general, it's I not was a, like, I read. I read a book. I know how to read. Bitch. I can read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I read good. <laughs> Maybe we should go on because some of us don't know how to read. All right, Danielle, who's your favorite author? I mean, I read a ton of like Nicholas Sparks books. Okay. So probably him. Is he the notebook guy? Yes. Okay. So probably every woman has read Nicholas Sparks at some point. I would assume so. Big. Okay. And that was the, like, if you were, was your favorite author or the one that you've read the most of his works? Both. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Or it would be either, her, it would either be him or J.K. Rowling just because of the Harry Potter. Those are very well okay. written. What was the, when was the last time you read a Nicholas Sparks book? Uh, it's been a while. Yeah? Yeah. What's, when was the last time you read a book? Mm, I tried to read one. I have one that I got. Last year, it was part of the Hunger Games series, and I just, it, <laughs> I mean, I like it. It's not it's leaping just, off the shelf at you. Yeah. Okay. Will you leave tonight going like, yeah, I should probably pick that book up. Yeah, I might bring it on vacation. Yeah? Maybe. It is your vacation, because fuck Corey, you're doing what you want on your vacation. Well, when people are sleeping, you have to do what you want. There you go. Todd, do you have a favorite author you got? I, I do. Uh yeah, I I still have to say yeah. My favorite favorite author is John Maxwell. Uh, I feel like I know that name, and I think yeah. it's it's uh the twenty twenty one irrefutable laws of leadership. Man, he's a a lot of leadership uh, uh, and business uh, and execution uh, books. So uh, love uh, the way that he writes and the topics resonate with me. So okay. John C. Maxwell. My got got to be my go to, but I love Stephen Covey. There's a there's a bunch of leadership. Again, I I don't read a lot of uh, fiction stuffs, but I love leadership books and Covey and Maxwell. Maxwell's got to be my he's my favorite. Todd, do you recall the name of the book or the the title of the book that you bought when I was working for you out of uh, 
Massachusetts. Oh, no, no, no. We were no, we were still in Michigan, uh, working for you, and you were trying to figure out uh, how best to handle uh, one of your peers that was giving you trouble. Do you remember the name of the book? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I have a lot of books around that. I, how, to, how to work with people you don't like. I've <laughs> that wasn't it. Uh, I have a ton of. I'm looking. I'm looking over at my my library here. To I see remember I can... this specifically because there was one. Uh, gee, was what would it... Machiavelli do? That's the one. <laughs> yes, that, that is the one. What would Machiavelli do? Yes, <laughs> that's a that is an awesome read. Yeah, and it, it at the time. So t- so there was somebody who shall remain nameless who was one, not one of your direct reports, but someone that you had to work with a lot, and that all your whole team had to work with a lot. And yep. this person was flummoxing you as to how to deal with their particular approach which was uh, not very, it, it, it was causing problems, I guess to say. So you picked up this book, and I remember that you, you, <laughs> you would, part of, the, part, part of the things that, one of the things that the book tended to espouse was you need to keep people off balance. So yes, know, <laughs> what, yes. let's just say you're going to have a freaking rager shit fit for no good. Re- like when, during a happy session, you're like, Oh, happy birthday. Fuck you. Things going wrong. <laughs> so there'd be, there'd be some yeah. guy uh, that Todd needed to talk to that he had power over mm-hmm. in, just because of his title and his stature. He'd call the guy into his office and it would be like, flowers and kumbia just giving him all sorts of kudos and attaboys and way to go on this particular project and man you were just an asset to the organization and then he would call the same guy in the next day and, and like why are you here just just humiliate him exactly. in, the, in the office why are we even sending ma- mailing if it was page? yeah if it was up to me you would be out of here today right now uh, and I, I re- highly recommend it to anyone because it is a, a blueprint as to not how not to behave. And if you're going to try and leverage it, you literally need to commit yourself to it uh, because it has to be authentic. You have to be real. Uh-huh. Uh, but it was a great blueprint for me. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, and I actually was able to leverage uh, some of the skills and tools in that by, like, as Bob said, keeping people off balance. And so I would like one day with the same person, like be schmoozing them up and like, oh, you're the best. And then the next day, like literally nothing's changed. And I'd like just totally be like, you suck. Ass. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't believe that we actually send you a paycheck. And I was like, totally like the schizophrenic, uh, <laughs> counterpart. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, a great book. Uh, in fact, it, it's funny that Bob mentioned it cause I'm like staring at my bookshelf now because, uh, I'm going to grab it. It is a great, uh, you can read it in a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the book just because it's so freaking outlandishly stupid. Uh, <laughs> but the, the themes do work. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I'll be honest. I probably don't have like a favorite author that, that I can necessarily remember. Um, but so I don't know how much my input's going to really make a difference on this segment, but <laughs> Hello. Yeah. <laughs> or or I could give my favorite author. Yeah. Uh, we hope. Elmore Leonard. Um, the guy who wrote uh, Get Shorty, um, Rum Punch. Uh, yeah, so uh, every time the, the guy died, uh, he lived in Birmingham. He lived in Michigan, um, real close to us. And every time he wrote, uh, I think, one of the last uh, 10 years of his life, he would always do like a book signing and like readings from the book at the Barnes & Noble up in Birmingham. So went up there a bunch and... Uh, Got a couple of uh, 
signed first editions from him. I, I thought it was great. And um, it's just, you know, very, very straightforward crime fiction. A um, lot of connections between Detroit and Florida. Um, and a ton of his shit has been made into movies. If you've ever watched Justified, the series with uh, Timothy Oliphant playing Real and Givens, that's based on one of his books. So uh, if you haven't checked him out, he's pretty fantastic. So. Um, Do you Nick, have one? Uh, Tom Clancy would be my, my pick. Excellent pick. Excellent pick. What was the last time you picked up a Clancy book? You know what? To be honest with you, I, I read Rainbow Six over and over and over again. Really? Like, usually once a year. Okay. The whole thing cover to cover? Yeah. A- and so you've read it as recently as like a year ago? Uh, yeah. Probably. Wow. Coming up on a year, yes. Do you find that rereading the book brings other things that you like you do you get like some deeper enjoyment every time you read it well some of the story like starts to actually like stick in your head and you remember parts of it but then you're also able to like remember other parts you kind of just i don't, I don't want to say skimmed over but you, you read it and you, you didn't realize the detail that was there right um so then like having like having the base of the actual story and the knowledge of what the book is and then rereading it you pick up on some stuff that you your mind just kind of completely tossed out because you're like, I, I don't know where this fits in or how it fits in. Um, but when you reread it, it, it has its place and it, it fits in somewhere. So is it like a good movie that you watch every once in a while where you're like, you don't quite remember the whole plot? But when you do, oh, most like, definitely. oh, most definitely. Okay. All right. Which, and, and that's, I for some reason, that, that is one of his books. They have not, they've made a video game off of it. Yeah. But have never made a movie off of it. I thought they were doing a new series. Um, on Amazon Prime, it was Michael B. Jordan, the guy who played Creed. In um, yes, that he they are they are making a, it's it's loosely loosely based on it. Okay, but it's not a Rainbow Six. No, no, they're, he's they're, playing John Clark, the guy who the the lead the lead of Rainbow Six. Right, but it's not a Rainbow Six. No, I, I'm I'm waiting for the actual like full on Rainbow Six. Okay, movie. That's that's what I'm waiting for. Okay. All right, that's the podcast for this week. Thanks for sticking with us. We'll be back uh, next weekend with uh, a remote episode, hopefully. So in the meantime, for Nick, Corey, Todd, Danielle, and for Bob, this is uh, Schnozcast signing off. We'll see you next week.